Um, but I was saying, did you see the Joshua, the Anthony Joshua fight? I saw him get beat the fuck up. Well, I mean, that's what it, it was. It was ass whipping. That's what it, it was. It wasn't really a fight. <laughs> it wasn't really a fight. It was him getting outboxed for twelve rounds. Um, I have that, and then I have um, the two NBA two K facial scanner is trash. Those are my topics, and I want to keep this to like about thirty minutes for the for, for now. You know, until we bit. Build up a bigger audience, and I, we still gotta get a third person because Antonio canceled on me. So, oh, what happened? Uh, he got a job with Budweiser, so now he's gonna be working um on Fridays and Sundays. Shit, good for him. Like, that's when he does his um his um like they do that their promo events on Fridays and Sundays. Gotcha. So, you know, but anyway, let's introduce. I guess we introduce this is episode one, unapologetically Vaughn. I'm your host, Vaughn Curtis. This is my man, Alex. I don't know if you're trying to use the stage name, my guy, or if you are, this would be the time to do it and introduce it, because I don't know what it is. I thought you were just going to give me one. I didn't realize. Oh, am I? Well, I'm not calling you uh, Super Chocolate Bear Why not? or whatever your, your uh, Instagram handle is. No, we can't use Instagram handle, but I mean, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think Can I, I don't call you that in life? Don't call you what? <laughs> Because I don't call you that in real life. Like, never. <laughs> Fam, if you walk down the street and call out Super Chocolate Bear as we're walking down the street, I'm, we're going to fight. So just so you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. For sure. I'm doing like the most wild public setting too. Like, I, I think your wife will find it funny. So No, she'll die someone laughing. Laugh. I think it's hilarious. That's what I said. So, someone, that's what I said. Someone will laugh. <laughs> uh, I do not someone. have a stage name. I guess you can call me... Um, I don't know. ASAP Roti, why not? It was funny. It was gonna be funny when um people find out what your full name is, like not Alex, and then be like, oh, but he's black. <laughs> uh it'd be all types of confusion. It's like, been confusion. Mad people thought I was I'm, Dominican from jump, and I'm like, I don't speak any Spanish. I'm not Dominican. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm the most West Indian nigga, you know. Why do you think? Since when do you? Think I mean, I would have, I would have thought that if I didn't know you, fucking since we was in high school, I would have thought that. I was like just met you, but oh look at this Dominican or Panamanian. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's Belizean, for sure. Is it, uh, it Belizean? Well, uh, maybe it's Belizean. Maybe no, that's no. that's what I think. Black black half black, yeah, but it was a half black, half Asian people. I don't know what it is, but okay, <laughs> I know uh, they use a we got a brainstorm a stage name for me. Uh, we'll figure out, it'll come, it'll come. Maybe you could be instead of, instead of white chocolate, you could be like hot chocolate, like the basketball player because you're like you play ball, but you're nowhere near as good as white chocolate. <laughs> Call me brown chocolate because I'm doo-doo. Is that what it is? is, that what it is? <laughs> See, I didn't even say that. You said that. <laughs> Call yourself doo-doo. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, so fucking, uh, first topic I want to, I always want to talk about that um, Anthony Joshua fight. Oh, Jesus. Because, I first of all, he just lost the bag because he was set up to fight uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah, he was supposed to win this fight. Like, easily. Bro, he was supposed to. Yeah, this was supposed to be a, a, a fucking walk in the park for him. And well, I mean, that didn't happen. 
Well, let's correct that because anyone who who's watched Usyk more than twice that fight, yeah, would have known. You would have you would have known like he was the real deal because he's not for play play. I don't even know why he even took that fight. I'm gonna be honest with you. He thought it was gonna be an easy fight because Usyk is moving up a weight class. <laughs> yeah, from cruiserweight, like he acting cruiserweight. I understand cruiserweight is a. That's what I'm saying. It's not that much smaller than no. Than heavy. Was it a ten pound difference? Yeah. Like, cause, cause, what's heavyweight above what two twenty five or two thirty five? Um, heavyweight is in boxing. I think it's above two twenty five. It's two, it's up. To, yeah, two twenty five and up. So cruiserweight is what two ten to two twenty five. Uh, somewhere in that. I'm trying to let me see. You would cruiser, know. You would cruiser, know. This I is your. I, uh, I should know this off rip. Um, cruiser weight is. Oh, the weight limit is two hundred for cruiser weight. Okay, that's like, yeah, okay. That's, that, that makes that's, sense. Yeah, that's like light heavyweight. Yes. So anything above two hundred and one pounds is heavyweight. That that's why it would throw me off. Two twenty five is cruiser well, weight in MMA. But they don't really use it. One really uses it. Yeah, I've never seen a cruiserweight MMA fight. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, but yeah, I, I definitely think he he came in. Um, I don't think he practiced or trained the same way he would have trained if it was a Tyson Fury fight, or if it was the Tyson Fury fight, because a lot of like you, if you watch the fight, I'm not not you, but the audience, like you could see, like he was making like really dumb mistakes. Like I'm surprised. Um, Yusuf didn't knock this nigga out with a with a straight left he because him, right? he was connected. Um, I don't want to say dropping him because the rope held him up. Well, yeah. but that was late. That was late in the fight, and like he was connecting with that straight left down the guard all fucking fight long, like all fight long. He was hitting. I was like, yo, this nigga's gonna get knocked the fuck out. He keep hitting him with that left hand because he wasn't like it was. Every time I feel Anthony Joshua would step in, Yusuf would count it with a with a left. And from what Roy Jones was saying in the fight, I was saying, I don't know. I'm not a boxer. This is your this is more your shit. You've been training in boxing for years and shit. But he was saying that when Anthony Joshua throws that, I want to say uh jab, Yusuf is gonna counter with the left. So he needs to step back after he throws the jab. And he wasn't doing that the entire fight. And Yusuf was connecting every single time. Yeah. Every single time. I was like, yo, you're about to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> like <laughs> Listen, like straight up, I, I don't know, dude. I, it's it's hard to watch him and not be frustrated because I, they have these athletes that pick up boxing and they get far because they're athletes and you know they 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 know how to train, they know how to throw punches, but there's something just not they like it's not the same. You can tell the difference between when you're watching a boxer and an athlete who throws punches. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like it's if that was like if that was Floyd Mayweather, bro. I'm saying that's a child prodigy. Like Floyd Mayweather is someone who yeah, grew up boxing. Like it's not I'm saying like that's in his that's in his DNA. It wasn't like he was athletic. It was no his pops was a boxer. This is what he learned growing up. He don't know nothing but boxing. You know what I mean? Like I feel like Floyd Mayweather can do a half ass training and still come in the ring and watch some of these People who are just athletes who can box it's asses, and like I thought, Josh, like I've seen um, 
AJ box a few times, bro. And I thought he was the real deal because um, it was one fight. I was like, I think he's thinking about it. He didn't get knocked the fuck out, and, and he turned that whole shit around. I forgot who he was fighting. He knocked him the fuck out. It was, I feel like it was a um, it was a the fight before this fight. That was supposed to be the Tyson Fury fight. And I was like, okay, maybe this kid got, but he's young, like he's young, and I think that definitely played a part in this loss because maybe because Yusuf's been around for a minute, he's been in the ring for a while. There's just like you can't teach experience. That's what it comes down. Plain and simple, you cannot teach experience. Usyk is Usyk has been Usyk's older than Joshua. He's I mean he's not that much older. He's our age. He's a few months older than you. Um, Joshua's thirty one. But heavyweights have a different kind of lifespan. It's not the same. You can't compare them to like you know. Well, well, I was gonna say like that doesn't that doesn't change for experience. Like you can be however many old you are. Like experience in the ring don't that don't count for your age. No, you don't know. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, what you were saying about that left hand, like Usyk's a southpaw. Every bro, the entire night. <laughs> like I was watching you... that fight. I, I was rewatching it so I could talk about it. I was like, yo. I was like, how did he get knocked out? I don't know how he didn't get he's knocked tough. out. He's tough as hell. Like, let's not downplay that part. Like, he's 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 not a, a bitch. He's just he's not. When he gets, I, I don't. The- I never. I said I never thought he was a bitch. I just, like I said, you can just tell this shit he hasn't learned yet in boxing. Yeah, that's that's it. Like that's, that's what I mean when I say like experience. Like, yeah, all right, he's like he's fucking thirty one, which is that's a grown ass man, but. If he's only been in the ring for 10 years, he's only got 10 years of experience in that ring, regardless of how old he is. And if Yusuf is 34, you know what I'm saying? He's been in the ring since he was 18 or whatever it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that experience, especially in those later rounds, played a big part, I feel. Absolutely. I mean, when you when you can land, like, your – when you can land the left, if you're a southpaw and you're landing left hand leads the entire fight, the knockout's eventually going to come. It's just, I think it was that's bro. He, he ran out of time. <laughs> well, no, I think he ran out of gas. I'm be honest with you, because in those in those early rounds, like he almost put he almost put like he rocked AJ. I want to say at least three times in like, but in between the rounds of one and six. Yeah, but it was it was wild. not for nothing. AJ is still the bigger man. Like, yeah, he, um, Yusuf moved up from Cruiser, so he was the weight, but that still don't play a part of your natural weight. Like, he's not naturally walking around that big. AJ's naturally walking around as a heavyweight. Yeah. AJ's 6'6", 250. Yeah, bro, that's like Lennox Lewis. Yeah, he's a big, big I was going to say, that's a big motherfucker. So... So I think definitely Yusuf used a lot of his energy in those early rounds because he rocked him a few times. But I definitely think that weight difference definitely made a difference. And that's the only reason I feel like if it if he could have kept that pace that he had in those earlier rounds, the whole entire fight, I don't think it would have went 12 rounds. I think AJ gets knocked out eight, maybe the, between eight and 10, eight, the eighth and 10th yeah. round. They're probably, they're gonna do, said, they're going to do the rematch. Um, well, they had to do the rematch because he. I say he just lost the bag. Like he, he gotta be upset because he wasn't like this was supposed to be just a a fucking. I said this, I feel he was. This was a warm up match. It was supposed to be a warm up match for him. So, so he don't get rusty while waiting. Because why did the Tyson Fury sick against? He had COVID. Or well, what happened? Do you know? 
No, he they they had, they did the contractual rematch with um Fury with a uh, oh with with Wilder is that what happened? That fight's in nine days. I don't know if I want to see that. I feel like Wilder's gonna get knocked the fuck out again. <laughs> I want to see it, but I I, I want to see that. Well, I mean, I felt in the first round, <laughs> you know, I'll say Wilder. I mean, not the first round, in the first fight between him and Tyson Fury, I felt like, you know Wilder won that. He didn't win that fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he won the match. He didn't win that fight. He lost. So when he got hit, knocked the fuck out in the second round, I mean, in the second fight, I was like, yeah, that was supposed to happen. Like, he never beat Fury. Like, even the time he won, I don't think he won. It's, so it, I think it's something to be said when you get outboxed but survive, and then you guys rematch, and then he knocks you out. Like, there's an, you're not going to win the third fight. Just, I, I think I don't know what he thinks is going to change unless he learned, unless he magically learned the box in the last two years. Well, um, well, hopefully he did because that's I always felt like that was Wilder's problem. He didn't know how to box. <clears throat> like he he was just a strong motherfucker that can knock niggas out. Same. The same way when um, God bless the dead when Kimball Slice came into the UFC, yeah. As a when he was street fighting, it was like, yeah, all right, bro, this ain't the same. Yeah, like, no. this ain't rolling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like these people like, have been fighting their whole life too. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, you got and they like and they like that shit. Like, like it's not the same. So, and I feel like that was the that's the issue with. Tyson Fury is not the only. There's a lot of. I mean, Tyson Fury. Deontay Wilder is not the only boss like that. There's a lot of bosses like that. Like, um, oh yeah. What you call his protege? Mayweather's protege. I can't think of his name right now. Davis. When he got knocked. No, 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 no. Not Javante Davis. Um, Broner. Yeah, Adrian Broner. Like he was the same way. Like he was just naturally athletic and gifted, but he did his boxing skills were terrible. And as soon as he got into the ring with someone who knew how to box, he got knocked the fuck out. Or even when he just fought, when he just fought somebody who was. More athletic than he was, he didn't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. Like Mayweather's last ten so, fights were all against people more athletic than him. <laughs> he ain't losing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I can't remember the last time he even won a won a fight. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you, not to show him because I give props to anybody who steps into that boxing ring because that's just not easy. But still, um, when you put last, yourself up. His last win was like what 2015, 2016? Bro, I couldn't tell you when the last time Angel Bono won a fight. Not even trying to be funny. No, I don't remember. Um like I feel who you think I right, who you think gonna win first? You think Angel Bruno will win a fight first? Or the Jets or the Giants are gonna win a game first? <laughs> <coughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Um I'm looking it up right now because I'm actually curious. Oh, he won a fight this year. I didn't see that fight. Nobody gave a shit. Who who did he fight? That must have been like the undercard let's, of like a let's put it this way. The, per, the, night. the person doesn't have a Wikipedia. Like their 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 name in Wikipedia is not <laughs> hyperlink. So there you go. Oh, okay. So he fought so he fought he fought, he fought like a sixteen year old fresh off the golden gloves or something. It was on. Actually, it, the fight was on Showtime. It was his first like a game. like it a pay per view. No, no, no. no. Or like just, yeah, just yeah. like Showtime Friday night fight. Like I from those Showtime fight nights or something. Those are I'd be watching those, bro. Like sometimes every are, once in a while. Those are the fights to watch. You know I'm saying every once in a while I watch those fights, and sometimes those fights be doper than the fucking pay per view fights. 
listen, those okay. um those uh those PBC fights are how I saw what's his name? Those ESPN oh. PBC fights are how you how you see the up and comers. That's how I that's how you found that's how I found out about Berlanga. Oh, is it? Before anyone was talking, before anyone was talking about him, I was like, who is this dude? Yeah, I mean, nah, that's that's with all because that's um that's how I discovered John Bones Jones. Like the first time I discovered John Bones Jones, it wasn't like a pay per view. It was like a fucking like a yeah. UFC like Friday night, and he was fighting. He wasn't fighting on. He was fighting Matt Hamill. Like it wasn't even. A, it wasn't even a fucking. Um, it was like, like UFC was or some shit. Yeah, I was like, and I was like, yo, like I, I remember, I remember that very vividly. I was like, who is this kid? I was like, yo, he, like, mind you. I, for people who don't know, I'm big into UFC and shit. So, especially during this time, so I knew who Matt Hamill was. I seen Matt Hamill on the Ultimate Fighter, so I knew Matt Hamill was nobody to be fucked with. The, I mean, like he could, <laughs> yeah, like he was a, he was a beast. Even though he was deaf, he was a beast. And I watched John Bones Jones manhandle this man. I was like, oh my god, who is this black man about to kill this white guy? <laughs> like, like who is it? Like. And then that's how I discovered John Bones Jones. And from that point, I followed his career. I was like, yo, this kid's going to be something different. Like, I've never seen someone do like, or what they did, what he did to Matt Hamill, even though he lost that fight by disqualification. He beat the fuck out of him. Bro, but, but like, that disqualification, like, that fight should have stopped maybe, like, four <laughs> or five elbows before that up-down elbow came in. Because that exactly. was just frustrating. The ref fucked him. Like, the ref fucked him over in that fight because he should have won cleanly, like, two yeah, minutes earlier. Bro, like... Yeah, it was like, yo, at this point, like, at, at one point, I remember John Bones was looking at the ref while he was punching Matt Hamill in the face. Like, yo, you sure you don't want to stop this? Like, but I'm killing like yeah, like, yo, man's is looking bad. Like, his face is, his, like, the blood was, <laughs> the blood was collecting in, in his eye. He's like, Jesus. he was being intelligent, man. I was like, yo, that was, and I remember, um, you know, it was a long time ago. This is pre-COVID and shit when outside was actually outside open. But we was at, um... Uh, fucking not Dodge Beach Hughes. Uh, oh, I can't think of the show in Junction. Uh, uh I can't think of the name. Millers. There we go. We got Millers. R.I.P. <laughs> Millers. Bro, R.I.P. <laughs> when was the last time you went over there? Yo, there's so much, so much is closed. <laughs> I drove by there with my mom not too long ago, and it was, it was just like, oh my god, this place is gone. This place is gone. This place is gone. Bro, every place. Have you been? Have you been to um, like the West Third area? We used to frequent. No, bro. Literally, that make you know McDonald's where niggas was selling the drugs out the bathroom and shit on West Third, especially <laughs> from the case. That shit cl- from there, like all the way down fucking West Third, bro, to McDougal. Like all those bars is fuck everything closed, bro. bro boarded up everything. Jesus. I was like, yo, this is down crazy. Like all that shit. Well, that's the down the hatch. The thing is going the other way. It's going the other way on um on six. So I don't know. I haven't, okay. I, haven't, I haven't really looked. Like I just noticed that because that was so noticeable. It's like my nigga, why is this whole area look like? Like it was one. I remember one time um, coming from somewhere down south. I remember I was on the train. It was my first time. I went to like South Philly. I was like, everything was boarded up. I was like, yo, this is crazy. That's how fucking Western look. I was like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> like. Honestly, and then, I've, I've never walked around that area sober, so I don't know where exactly. Or in the daytime, probably, right? Yeah, no, I have no idea. <laughs> anytime. You know what's funny what I love about the city? Because the LES in the daytime looks like just some regular-ass like, area in Brooklyn. 
me and my me and my wife went to go at um cannolis at this at a like a bakery in the les and she was like she's like I, I thought you knew the les and i was like i do she's like then why are you looking at, why are you looking at, why are you looking at the, G, at the gps and i was like i don't know where we are <laughs> It has to be nighttime, and I have to have a couple of car bombs, and then I can tell you everywhere. Exactly. In like, yo, bro, one time I went to LES, like, all right, for work. I mean, I was walking around, I was just discovering mad shit because whenever we go to LES, all the daytime shit is closed. So I was exactly. like, oh, there's a candy store here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like right next door to um, like Lacavena, like like a big ass candy store or Fat Baby. I think it's next door to Fat Baby. It's a big ass. It's like it's a huge candy store, bro. Like, I was like, how did I not see this? (laughs) It was crazy. No, no, that's on Lafayette. Um, I mean, that's that's on Delancey. Um, like actually on on the um the pizza because the pizza pizza is on Delancey. Right? Yeah, I think that's Delancey. Yeah, that's yeah. Delancey going to Houston. So Fat Baby is actually on on like it's actually on the street of Fat Baby, which I can't think of the, the fucking block name. Sam, of Fat I, Baby. If you, if you drop me in the middle of it at midnight, I'll know exactly how to get the Fat Baby. You tell you tell me bro, the street not, names now and I have no idea. Yeah, no, bro. As soon as it gets dark, like I don't even need to be midnight. I just need the sun to not be up. <laughs> <laughs> then then you know what I mean? I can I can definitely uh Fine shit. Once the once the sun's not up, man. Well, yeah, I remember the up. first time I saw John. Just to circle back to that, I remember the first time I saw John Jones fight. It was on. It was on the same fight card with GSP and BJ Penn. So it's probably after the Matt Hamill fight. Oh wow, that's an old ass fight. That was the they first time I saw him Saint fight. and Penn. I don't even think those niggas even fight no more. <laughs> that was the that was the the first time I, he beat the shit out of Stefan Bonner. And I was like, oh, I, who is this? Who is this person? Like, what is going on? Nah, one of my favorite John Bo Jones fights is once he was already established and he fought um Leota Machina. Oh, and he killed him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I said, I said, oh my God, I'm witnessing a murder. We watched, <laughs> like, it, we watched it in Karma on my birthday that year, remember? Oh, did we watch that? There was that it was, was that? It was, okay. on, it was on my it was on my birthday and we were in Karma and they were playing the fight on TV and we watched it. I just remember, I just, I just remember him putting him in like a guillotine, and the ref stopping and him letting him go. This nigga fell to the ground like a oh, fucking sack of potatoes. I was like, oh my god, he's dead. He looked dead. He looked like he died. <laughs> he did. I, was, I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead, yo. I thought he was dead. Like, not even trying to be funny. I was like, yo, oh my god, this man is, this man is dead. <laughs> I just wish, like, honestly, Phil John Bones Jones could have been probably considered the greatest UFC fighter ever if he could just stay out of his own way. Out of his own way, out of the cop's way. Well, Same out of his own way. <laughs> because the reason why the cops are even in the, his direction is because he's doing some dumb nigga shit. That's just... It right. was, it, all that shit is just sad. Like, what are you doing, bro? I mean... I mean... We've seen it. We've seen it out in other in other sports, so... Not like this, though. Not when it's the, the greatest practitioner oh, yeah, of that like, sport. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, right. We we've never seen like LeBron James smoking crack. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is some next level uh, shit. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like imagine, imagine like fucking, fucking. I don't even know. 
<laughs> like Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Imagine Pat Mahomes points. getting drunk and just running his road into his car, his, his car, his car into, a, into the cops, and then trying to run away. Well, <laughs> I can't, I can't just, I can't picture like Pat Mahomes like sniffing coke and then like getting caught sniffing coke, <laughs> like, <laughs> like after winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> like what? Yeah. It's wild. It, he, I mean, I hope he gets it together. But um, I do too because that's my favorite. Like, I love, I love. I'm a big fan of John Bones Jones. Like, I hope he gets it together so fucking like I can see him fight like again. I don't know. I respect. Like, I respect the greatness, but I don't. <clears throat> his best fights are when he's over, he almost loses because otherwise it's really boring to watch him fight. Because it's because that he's just killing niggas, like. Like if he's not almost losing, that means like the other person's having a really, really, really bad night. Pretty much. <laughs> like, like, like I like watching him when he almost loses because it makes him come out of the character. He's like, damn, now he has to think. I mean, because like as much as boxing is a sport of picking your opponent's defense off and a, a sport of chess, UFC is just as much, if not even more, a sport of a, a sport of chess because not only can they punch you, but you can get hit with any body part, like. So, yeah, the fight can end. You know, there, there's any number of ways the fight can end. It's exponentially it, more dangerous. Bro, I, bro, I've seen Anderson Silva kick a nigga in the face, like while standing in front of him and knock him out. And I was like, yo, that has to suck because you never saw that foot coming. <laughs> like you just, you just you, felt the lights go. The lights go dim. Yeah, exactly. Like you were just standing there, and then next thing you know, you woke up with people putting smaller salts <laughs> up your nose, trying to wake you the fuck up. <laughs> and I, and now you mad because you don't even know what happened. <laughs> so, I said, I do, I do. I said, I just, I just, he just needs to get better. That's it. He just needs to stop doing dumb nigga shit. Well, we'll see. And that's that's my take for, and that's my take for Anthony Joshua. <laughs> he, needs to, he needs to go back to the drawing board. He has a lot to work on. Fucking nah. He, he, needs, to he, take, he needs to go. He, okay, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say he needs to take like a, a year off and go back and just. Work on defense and work on moving his feet and his head because he was just—he was a stationary target. Well, he's too big. To not, he's too big to not move. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't be six six and just trying to stand in the middle of the ring, bro. <laughs> like, what are you? What are you doing? Especially when the guy in front of you is not scared of you and fascinating. Yeah, exactly. He's not scared of you. He's fascinating, you, and he possesses uh, knockout power. <laughs> like plain and simple. This is a really bad combination. But fucking um but you know, I need fuck fuck uh boxing. I need my giants to work on their defense. <laughs> I wanna bring up I wanna talk about the Giants because I know how how shit the Jets are. Yeah, we didn't talk about the Jets, but the Giants the, here's my thing. The, the reason why the Giants are worse off is because they should be good. <laughs> Well, how good can the Giants be if Daniel Jones is leading the team that, in rushing? That is my <laughs> that is my exact point. Like, is Barkley <laughs> two things about the Giants that's, that are scary to think about? One, Barkley's probably over the hill already. And two, that's that's nasty, bro. If Barkley, if Saquon is over the hill, mind you, is he still is he still in his rookie contract? This is his what fourth year in the league. Last year, this is last year on that rookie contract. If he's washed, I mean, granted, that could happen in football. Like the average, we all know the average fucking 
playing span for a football player is what two and a half to three years, something yeah. shit like that. So I mean, it could happen, but he had so much potential. If 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 he doesn't get no better than what he is right now, like. Damn, that sucks. Like, damn, I never even thought about that. You now you're putting me in a you know in a vicarious position right now, sir. I never even thought about that. It's Barkley, it's Saquon over the hill. Right. Fourth season. Listen, if he if he is over the hill, it's their fault because they never gave him a chance to succeed. So Well, the Giants never never got an O line. So Exactly my point. Um Yeah, I'm saying, I mean, like, he never got an O line. That's why and honestly, that's why Daniel Jones has more rushing yards than Saquon. It's because majority of the time he's running for his life. It's not that he's trying to run. It's because <laughs> our O-line is terrible. The Giants refuse to do anything to address our O-line being terrible. Like, I, like first of all, see, now I'm, now I'm mad. <laughs> first of all, we shouldn't even have no fucking Daniel Jones as a quarterback. Like, like my nigga, we picked up the quarterback from Duke. Like, how did even how did that even sound? Nigga, we picked up a quarterback from Duke. Like Duke from Duke? Are you fucking like yo? Like I knew I knew Duke had a football team because I used to play NCAA when they was making it. But never in my wildest dreams would I think a motherfucker would get drafted from Duke in football. And then the, what was the their t- ranking? Well, hold on, hold on, back up, back up. What was their ranking in the game? Well, who, what was who's ranking? Duke. Oh, I, oh, I don't know. They were terrible. They were shitty. Like they were, they were <laughs> shitty. They were really bad. I don't even remember. Like oh, yeah. to be perfectly honest with you, I, I, I don't remember. That's hilarious. But if you go to NCAA football 2004, like that was the last one I think they made. Duke is in. Duke is definitely one of the teams you can play on. And they're like, like they're like a one star fucking team. Like I was gonna say, if, if out of five stars, if if yeah, you know, they're Alabama like a one. If Alabama and Oklahoma are five star teams, they have to be like two and a half stars. No, nah, I don't think they were two and a half. I think they were a one star program. Like yeah. I remember, because like, and when I used to play NCAA. I used to like being on the sheet team. I wouldn't go to the good team. I wouldn't go to Ohio because it's 04. I wouldn't go to Ohio State. I wasn't going to fucking um, USC. I didn't go to LSU. I went to like shitty teams. I was like, I'm gonna make the shitty teams good. So I went to Duke one year. To see, like, just to get their prestige up, and I remember, like, I don't think I honestly feel like it was a one star, uh, one star school, and I was like, yo, no one knows about Duke's program, and this was in 04. Never did I think in fucking 2019, I want to fuck this bum ass nigga was drafted number six in the draft, <laughs> like, like, and then uh, that's the part that pisses me off the most, like, yo, bro. They could have got, like, like, got him in the very last round. Nobody was looking at Daniel Jones from Duke. <laughs> like, bro, no one but the <laughs> fucking Giants was looking at Daniel Jones from Duke, bro. Like, they needed an O-line. We needed a quarterback because, like, we knew Eli was leaving. But it was like, yo, bro. And then, and then hold on. Then we get this bum-ass quarterback, and then they still have done nothing to address – the O line situation. We have yet, like, bro, last last season or last draft, this, like, they were drafting nothing but offense. They got five receivers, bunch of fucking um, cornerbacks to help the secondary. I was like, yo, y'all doing everything. Like, why are we drafting wide receivers if Daniel Jones only got two seconds to fucking throw in the pocket? Like, what? Okay, you're talking about, oh, we want to get Dan- surround Daniel Jones with these offensive weapons. Okay, how those offensive weapons going to help? If this nigga came in, he has one second to throw the fucking football. Like, I don't know, bro. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm tight. Like, and then, like, yo, bro, that draft, that that Daniel Jones draft had had other quarterbacks. Like, like, I don't even know. Like, why did they do that? <laughs> like, I don't even know. I don't even I don't even know what to say because I don't know why they did that. Like, I don't know why we picked up Daniel Jones from fucking Duke. Like what? Like you know, you know who else was in that draft, right? Man. Like you know, we could have got Josh Allen, right? <coughs> like you know that, right? Like, I like Josh know. was the next pick. It was Daniel Jones and Josh fucking Allen. <laughs> like, like I, like I know we couldn't have got Kyler Murray because he went. He was number one pick. I mean, that was number one pick. Boom! All right, cool. We can't get. We can't get Kyler Murray. Like, but we could we could have got we could have got mad people, bro. Like, there was so many. There was, like, I don't think it's one one at Haskins, which I'm happy we ended up not getting because this nigga ended up being a bum on the Redskins. But maybe he wouldn't have been a bum on the Giants. We don't know because we didn't even attempt to get him. He fell like to like 15 or some shit, bro. I it, it sounds it sounds like a Knicks draft. What, am I, what do you want me to say, bro? That's how I felt. Like I was like, yo, is this the Knicks drafting or is this the Giants drafting? <laughs> Like I no, bro. That's exactly how I felt. Cause I was like, "Yo, this is the wrong New York team drafting the Duke player." Like, like y'all, y'all, this is this is the wrong scouting report. Y'all ain't supposed to draft from Duke. That's the Knicks supposed to be drafting from Duke. <laughs> like, Word. like, like what, 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 are y'all, what, what are y'all doing? If the Knicks gonna play from Duke, we're all excited, bro. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> like I don't, I don't even know what to say. Just ugh. Uh, just uh, just uh, but I mean your Jets suck too, so yeah. I mean, yeah. and they have. Like, I was watching one of the Jets games, bro. I was like, yo, your offensive line is terrible. Uh, I forgot the rookie name, but I know y'all got the rookie quarterback. And I was like, I was watching one game, and it some was like guy, some guy no one else saw either from some fucking BYU or some shit. He's, oh, we don't know. We've never seen him. We've seen him on tape, and it's like this dude's terrible. I heard he's not that bad. I heard he's I heard, not bad, but he's not he's not the issue, and they, they don't know how to address the issue. So it's just, well, y'all y'all's offensive line is also shit. Jesus Christ! Like why no why no New York team? The coach got an offensive line. The coach is new. The fucking quarterback is new. Half the fucking team is new. It's just not Zach Wilson. They got they think he's the great white hope. They think he's the second coming of Aaron Rodgers, and it's like, yeah, but it doesn't matter because there's, there's no one, there's no one for him to throw to. Well, yeah, y'all have no wide receivers. Like in my fantasy draft, which uh, fuck Joe Burrow, but in my fantasy draft, I was yesterday. looking. What happened? He played good yesterday. No, he did play good yesterday, and I played. And I started him yesterday, and I was happy about that. Yeah. But prior to yesterday, oh no. <laughs> he, he fucked me for four fucking fantasy for no three fantasy games, bro. First game, I didn't even start him. I think I told you about this. I had Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick always starts off on fire and then he fizzles out towards the end of the season. So I was like, all right, Fitzpatrick's gonna cook at least till like game six and eight. Then once he fizzles out, I can just start playing Joe Burrow after his bye week. Fitzpatrick made it to half of the first quarter, got injured. So I got no point. <laughs> this is the first week. Also, this is the first week I'm getting any production. This is the first week I'm getting any production from my quarterback position. Oh, Jesus. So, boom. So Fitzpatrick puts up two points. 
I still win the game, though, right? I don't even know. I come back, come back. Second week, I fuck it. Start Joe Burrow because Fitzpatrick is hurt. This nigga puts up, I think, nine points. I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, or yeah, like, or eight points. He puts up some bullshit. I was pissed. I'm like, this is some bullshit. So, oh, Jesus. I, and I still win the game, though. I still win the game. I said, this is the first, this is to this week, the first week I'm having any type of a quarterback production. <laughs> Second, so third week, I'm like, yo, fuck it. I get golf, right? So I'm like, yo, I'm going to start golf. Golf be cooking. Oh, no. He was cooking, though. Golf was cooking until I played him week three. <laughs> Golf was putting up 20 to 25 points week one and week two. Week three, boom, I'm like, all right, Joe Burrow, fuck you. You done fucked me twice. I ain't fucking with you right now. You're too inconsistent. Joe Burrow puts up 25 on my bench, chilling. Golf puts up nine. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, still win the game, though. Still win the game. So I was How like, yo, what? these games? Bro, I have no. Well, week two, um, Aaron Jones put up like forty, and oh, Cooper Cup okay. put up. I have. I also have Cooper Cup, and he's been. Okay. He's the, the lowest he scored has been, I think, forty. <laughs> so because Cooper has Cup has fucking has been cooking for him. Yeah. So Cooper Cup was a great pickup. Like so, and then I said, like second week, um, Aaron Jones. Fucking, I needed. It was funny because, like, I tell you, first week I was down by forty-two points. Right, with Fitzpatrick putting up two points, I needed forty. I just need forty-three points. I had Walla and Jacob left. They put up forty-five. It's like yes, yeah, skin by, skin by, skin in my teeth. Second week, I was I was down thirty or like twenty something. I was like, I need Aaron Jones to have a big game. He put up forty-one fucking points. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, and last week I needed who I need. Like, I don't think I need anyone last week. I think I think I just needed. Um, I need Omari Cooper to have a shit game, and he did, and I won. So it's been all luck. Like this has been all luck. Like I said, bro, the most money I've gotten from my quarterback position has been 16 points until this week. Like to, this week was the first time Joe Burrow put up. He put up like 28 points, and I have, and luckily for me, I have Boyd who also put up. Uh, he put up like 20, 21 points or 22 points. So right now I have like 50. I'm going into Sunday with 52 points. But it's still fuck Joe Burrow, though. I mean, like, yeah. Like, so yeah, that so that's how I was winning. So this week I started. I was like, "Yo, he's playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville's terrible. He should cook." And then, but I still fucked up though. Cause I didn't play James Robinson. Cause I was like, "Yo, um, since he's fucking run defense has been really good." They've been holding people, holding players to under 100 yards. And James Robinson went the fuck off on my bench. He has like 20 some points. I was like, this is bullshit. But Burrow cooked for me. So, you know what I mean? You got to take, gotta, I guess you got to take the good with the, the bad. bad. Yeah. So, but hopefully, I said, if Cup keeps cooking, like if Cup keeps putting up 40 points, and I picked up, um, Devin Cook's backup last week, he put up like 25 for me because Cook was hurt. I'm doing I'm doing really good in the waivers. That's how I'm undefeated in that league. Like, no nah, man. If you part of part of being good at fantasy is is keeping your being lucky on the damn waivers. It's being lucky. That too. <laughs> like, like, but also up. knowing knowing who's gonna who to pick up off waivers because yeah, no, dra- for your sure. draft is always a crapshoot. Especially yeah, if you, no, if for it's sure. Not, especially if you're if you're picking in like the middle of the pack every round, it's. 
Yeah, well, bro, in my in the other league where you was like, yo, this is the this is your best second side of the championship. I haven't won not one game. Every single body, every single person I'm playing is having like their best game against me. Like, um, bro, like if I play anybody else in the league, I would win. Like, bro, my first game I, I played, um, I faced my boy uh, Koopa Troopa. Bro, this nigga put up 177 points. He hasn't put up that many points again. Right? Second second week, I'm um facing, I think, um his wife. She puts up 160 something points, 150 some points. I'm like, yo, God what the damn. fuck? Bro, last week I put up 120 some points. The nigga I'm playing put up 150. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, everybody's having phenomenal games against me. Like, this is bullshit. Like if you look at my points against, bro, I, I like the points against. I'm like almost like six hundred fucking points against me in two in three weeks. I'm like, this is bullshit. So that's the type of luck I'm having in fantasy, at least in that league. But I made some trades, you know what I mean? I made some trades, so we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it turns my season around. I can get at least a five hundred. I feel like I feel like a Nick right now. Oh no, you know what I mean? Always, the Knicks always trying to get to five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so prediction how many where, where where are we landing this season are we only are we only the fourth best team in the east still no we uh, moved up the defense no or we, we moved down, down. <laughs> we moved down don't do that <laughs> so you don't you don't do that <laughs> <laughs> no um No, the the defense is going to regress. There's no getting around that. Um, we're not going to hold teams. Bro, to, we're not going to hold teams to 100 points a game again this year. Wait, why do you think that? Uh, because we picked up three players that aren't defensive defensive specialists. Defensive specialists. Who Kemba, Fournier, and who else? Fuck, we picked up. Who we picked up? Uh, I can't think of the name. Um, Kemba, Fournier, and they signed someone else. Well, in in our, Kemba, Fournier. in our defense, my nigga, Alfred Payne wasn't no defensive. He wasn't shutting niggas down at the point position. But he was more competent than Kemba is on defense. He's bigger. Well, yeah, was, he's like 6'4", and Kemba's like 6'1". You know, you know how I feel about Kemba. Kemba's 5'11". I'm just. Telling, I'm just. Telling and I, I, and I, I don't. I don't feel the same about Kemba. You do, but let's be real. He's five eleven. I'm just telling you what his 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 player card say six one. Right. So would my player card. No one believes that you're six feet. <laughs> no one believes no one, that. No, no one believes Kemba's six feet either. Like Ivan, they would let Iverson go get away with saying he was six feet. They didn't let like Kemba. He was, he was five ten. <laughs> they let Kemba get away saying he's six one. All right. Like, okay, but I, Kemba's still a – regardless, Kemba's an upgrade from Payne. No, no, overall, yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying defensively that that's going to be the regression. And if Kemba doesn't put – I mean, Kemba can put up 20 points a game. Like, that's not a stretch. But the point is – I wish you could see my face right now. What? What don't – okay. <laughs> What? What? But what in his track record makes you think he's not going to put up twenty points a game? Because he hasn't put up twenty. When he when he went to Boston, he stopped putting up twenty points a game. That's not true. 
Okay, he did the the first. He was it was nineteen and some change. It wasn't it wasn't twenty points. Like we're not rounding shit up, my guy. His last season with Charlotte, he averaged like twenty point two, and then he went to Boston. He averaged like nineteen point six. Okay, shit. I'm gonna Google him because I'm I'm not crazy. Okay, he started averaging twenty points a game in the 2015-2016 season with Charlotte, right? So, yeah, he definitely started on Charlotte. He definitely started in Charlotte. So he went from 20.9, 23.2, 22.1, 25.6 2018-2019. He put up 20 points a game in Boston in 2019-2020. The bubble. Oh, year. 20.4. Okay. Oh. And then 2020, oh. and then in 2020 in this past season, he, he played half the season and put up 19.3. And, yeah, like and then he, <laughs> but if he stays but, healthy, it's not like out of the real possibility he could put up. Okay, that's cool. But in the playoffs, this man turns into a fucking uh, Patrick Swayze. Dirty dance. Every year. What? Ghost, nigga. He turns ghost. Nigga <laughs> 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 said dirty dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I said what? <laughs> he 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 goes goes, bro. He he has the James Harden syndrome, and that's when you're we're going to need him is in that playoffs. I know. Can we I see know. what the fuck Trey Young did to us? See what that bitch ass nigga did to us? Some niggas in Atlanta. So like when we know, and you love Atlanta. I love Atlanta for the strip clubs, <laughs> like like because they are better than the strip clubs in New York. <laughs> like, you strip clubs at this point. Yeah, like they still Starbucks is still open. That's, <laughs> like that, that's probably cool. Well, that's I, probably where COVID started. It's in Starbucks. I mean, to be honest, I feel like COVID really, really probably started in the Bronx. But <laughs> all right, we're not doing we're not doing this. Um, <laughs> I'm no, just saying uh, we're we're not we're not going there. Um, I, I I don't think we're gonna be top four in the East again. I don't think that's possible with the, how good Miami got. And well, Miami Miami I has think... has uh, Kyle Lowry, so that, that that's a big fucking pickup. That's what I'm saying. That's the, what they're gonna be top three in, at least. Um, I think Boston's gonna be better. Also, uh, Jalen Brown's coming back. They don't have Kemba. Um, but who who they, who they have at point? Marcus Smart. Nah, they're not gonna be better with Marcus Smart. Smart, sorry. What I'm saying is Tatum and 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 Brown are gonna make are gonna make leaps. This is around the time where those where players like them may take those leaps. Well, I feel like they're gonna have to because Marcus Smart starting at the point guard, or automatically not trying to say he can't be an offensive player. He's not an offensive player though, so automatically it have to be. like that's an extra twenty points that these two niggas gonna have to put up. Tatum, I can definitely see Tatum taking that on. I'm still not sold on Jalen Brown as being the number two option on Boston. Why not? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not. not I'm, not, I'm not sold. I'm just not sold on his game yet. Like, like I was. I'm not sold on his game yet. I'm. He's still not consistent from enough for me from the three. Um, yeah, I'm not sold on his game. That's all it is for me. Like, I'm not sold on his game yet. I'm not saying he. Like, I don't have the same. Uh, uh, ill will towards him as I do for Kemba, <laughs> wow. because I hold Kemba to a higher standard because he's a New Yorker, he's native. You know what I mean, so whenever you're a native New Yorker, 
I feel like every time you step on the court, you're representing my city, regardless of what borough you're from. You're representing New York City because outside of New York City, niggas don't see boroughs. They only see New York City. They don't go. Yeah, like, only. Yeah, only New Yorkers give a fuck about give a fuck about our boroughs. So yeah, so when you're representing our city and you out here putting up twelve points in the fucking playoffs, averaging twelve points in the playoffs, yeah, I'm gonna feel the type of fucking way. So, but I said I don't know. I'm just not sold on him. I need to see like if he if he comes out if he's if he's averaging forty percent from three, if he's I'm saying he don't even have to be the ninety in the fifty forty ninety club, but if he's averaging. I don't even know what he, if he averages. How much do you know if he averages like thirty five from three right now? Who? Jalen Brown. Percentage wise, uh, yeah, I think he's in that range. Um, I think he's closer to forty actually. Let me see. I'm gonna look it up. I know he's not a good free throw shooter, but he's he's a pretty good three point shooter, all things considered. It's just so weird these days. All right, let's see. That's what uh, I'm saying. Okay, yeah, thirty nine percent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy six from the six from the. He only seventy six from the uh, free throw. That's pretty bad. <laughs> um, for someone his size, he's not a, he's not a big. He's he's what? He's a two, five? isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's two. Um, with them picking up, with, with them picking up Schroeder and those two guys, I'm assuming are going to get better. I think. They're oh, they, they. I forgot. Fucking Mister dropped the bag. Oh my God! Can you? <laughs> I would have jumped off the Empire State Building. Well, he dumb. Like yo, not only did you drop the bag, then you went from living in sunny LA to bum ass Boston. <laughs> like, and he went from sunny hot and nigga, Boston, the cold day. Boston, LA. Boston is a nice. City. Oh. It's just not. It's not. No, cold. Boston is awesome. But my nigga, it ain't eighty degrees all year round in Boston. No, <laughs> like, like my nigga, it get cold, it get cold as fucking Boston. Nigga, where, where would you rather be? Sunny LA, where the cold day is seventy, or Boston, where it's colder than fucking New York in the winter? <laughs> like, fam, my so my sister, my my sister was in Boston for like ten years. Um, she had both of my nieces while she lived in Boston, and when my first yeah, niece was born, huh? They have a Boston accent, your nieces? No, they're they're two and three. Um, oh. this, is, this is a couple of years ago. When she had my first niece, my my the older of her kids, we drove up there. And I mean, her the, the kid's birthday is a week after mine. So, <clears throat> oh, okay. So, we you're out there in, in the middle of December. Oh, my God. December. We got in the car and we drove in a, in a basically a snowstorm to get up there to go see her, you know, and visit the kid. And I mean, bro, you should. You've partied in a snowstorm, so. Yeah, I was fine. I had no issue. But we get up there, and we step out the car. In the, the park, you have to cross the street to get into the from the parking lot to the hospital. And it was a different kind of – I'm used to New York cold because I, I – Nah, I've been taking a train Once you start going up, like – Closer to like the North Pole, my nigga. That cold different. Fam, it was in my bones. Bro, yeah, that cold different. Like that like cold my different. Bone, my skeleton shook. It was like, oh no, 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 no. Because I, I'm so used to New York cold. Like I just, I just went up there in like a hoodie and a varsity jacket. I was like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, you can't wear no, yeah. you can't wear a bubble vest in that cold. <laughs> I was like, oh no, 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 no. I left my North Face back in New York City. I'm an idiot. It is freezing. Bro, 
I've I haven't I didn't experience cold until I went to Toronto like in the fucking for the for like during the winter. That's when I was like, oh, nah, this is cold. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like we're spoiled. Like, yeah, I was like, like, nah, like, why is it this cold right now? Like, like for like really, it's this cold. Like, like I'm trying to I'm trying to find a way to describe the cold that it was in Toronto. Like, it, I, it's it's it, it, it's like it's one of those colds where. When you come in the house in the heat, the cold is still stuck on you. <laughs> Stick to your ribs. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, yo, like, like you come in the house is warm, but you're still cold. Cause like your outside clothes still got the still got the cold on them. You can feel the cold coming resonating off of your jacket because it's uh-huh. so fucking cold out. Oh, bro, it's different. It wasn't that New York. I mean, New York winters is mild, bro. Like, like. Even we think like, we know shit. Even compared to when, us growing up and having to take the bus and the train in the not in the, the same. It's not the same. I'll you know, I'll take a winter in New York over winter in Toronto any, any fucking day. day. Any fucking any day. day. Any day. Like, bro, you know how I know it was cold in Toronto? I had um you know those those hand warmers that's supposed to last seven hours. Oh, like the little pouch? Yeah, like it's supposed to last like eight hours or ten hours and wild shit. Nigga, that shit lasts an hour and a half. <laughs> I put I had cracked that shit put in my pockets so I could put my hands in my pockets and whatever. Like and this was when was this? This was I had pictures. Oh, I had pictures. Oh, this is when I was working with Vantage. Like fucking, we was out here. We had like two shows, so we went. We did all, like we took pictures in front of the um um fucking what the fuck is that plaza called? The shit where they got the Toronto like written across the fucking. Uh, not on the street, but I forgot the fucking name. It was like Dundas Square or some shit. Like we went there, we took the pictures, da da. Like yo, remember we was taking pictures because we had to take pictures for the Instagram. I was like, yo, we need to hurry the fuck up, bro. Like it is freezing out here. Like, I was with I was with Kadeem. I was like, yo, it is fu-. like I'm, I was like, yo, and especially like it was cold because it was cold in New York too. Like we wasn't. It's was not like we was coming from sunny Florida going to like we came from doing a show in New York, which it was cold. That's why I was dressed in my North Face. And we drove up to the fucking Toronto because we had two shows. And we was just taking pictures for the fucking band and shit. I was like, yo, bro, it's too cold for this shit. Like, like nah. <laughs> like, nah, I want to go in the house. I want to go in the car. Yeah, like, this is a different time. This is a different kind of cold. Like, nigga, my, my toes are cold. I have one fucking, like, my toes was cold. And it wasn't even windy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. usually your toes in New York, your toes they get cold if it ain't no wind. Like if it's just cold outside, it's just cold outside, nigga. Nigga, like if it ain't windy, like you Gucci. Nigga, my toes was cold. There was no wind, and my toes was like, yo, I, I'm going to sit in the car. So, like, we spoiled. New Yorkers think they know what cold mm-hmm. is. Absolutely, cold is. Like you got, you don't learn what cold is. We don't know what cold is. All right, hold on. Let me say, we feel like we got a couple more topics to go through and we can fucking wrap this up. Yeah, definitely. Oh, you want to talk about, do we, should we even talk about surviving Karen Civil? Uh, I guess we could we can bring that up briefly. Uh, I guess you told me you don't know exactly what happened. Yeah, from I'm not sure. I, bro. Give me the rundown. From what I've seen, what happened is pretty much Jonah Lucas was like, yo, when I was up and coming, I gave Shorty 60 grand to do her job. She didn't do a job, <laughs> like, and pretty much she didn't. She never gave me my money back, and she kind of shitted on me. 
Wow. And Cameron Silver tried to say, nah, 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 that's not true. And then a couple other artists said, nah, nigga, that, you did the same shit to us. I think Meek was one of those artists. And then um, John Lucas kept going. He got on Steve Stout. I think Steve Stout did some grimy shit to him. And I just found out it was interesting. And the reason why I call the surviving Karen Civil is because it was a lot of artists that came out and was like, yeah, she did this shit to me too. So I was like, damn, that shit's fucked up. And I said, I don't know if it's happened. So let me not be like, oh, it's fucked up. But if it did happen, that's fucked up. Like 60 grand, especially for upcoming artists, that's fucked up to be just taking that shit and pocketing it. Like plain and simple, I mean, and then and especially if then also if I'm paying you to do a job, like I, or not paying, I paid you to do a job, and I'm calling you. Don't answer my phone. Talk about what you want I'm on vacation, bitch. I'm gonna fuck you on vacation. <laughs> like I paid you sixty grand, you not on vacation for me. So oh, oh, she's that kind of wild. That's what he was. That's what Jonah Lucas was saying. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know. This, I don't know this woman. But from what the tweets and shit and the clubhouse shit was saying was pretty much like he was saying like yo he was calling her to try and see like yo like what are you doing like, she's like as far want? as like yeah like what do you want like why you keep calling me I'm on vacation like oh nah pardon me nah. that's what I'm saying like yo I would I'm gonna find you like you're not gonna take my sixty grand and then I'm asking you like yo do this or telling you do this or trying to see out what the fuck you're even doing with the sixty grand and granted. In the industry, in the industry, like you need to, as I said, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there, but from what it sounds like, what should have happened that didn't happen was that I don't feel that when uh, that money was paid to her, he received any type of okay, a, any type of rundown, like no type of itemized list saying like, hey, this is what you're paying for, like you know what I mean? Because that's what's supposed to happen when you when you do that. Because I have P, even though they say she do more than PR, but I have PR. So when I pay my PR bill, like they tell me what they gonna do prior to, mm. you know, like it's a rundown of hey, okay, this is pretty much what you're paying for, like, you know what I mean? So say, say he might pay her sixty grand, but that sixty grand doesn't all go into her pocket. Like maybe out of that sixty grand, maybe she got fifteen, and the other forty five had to go be delegated to other things. You know what I'm saying? But then you are supposed to tell the person that exactly like from but let's say but from what it sounds like from what Jonah lucas was saying it don't sound like that was ever disclosed to him at all it doesn't sound like she was like hey like boom this is what's going to happen it sounded like it didn't sound like they took the money and it was like okay cool and he was like okay cool and then nothing happened and then it was like yo what the fuck <laughs> which as an artist of course you're thinking that you know okay, like, not... like... all right like like let me let me let me phrase this right so i don't sound insensitive was he a kid when he did this? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That, he was that, younger. That, it was before he popped, so he could be. Because like, like let's let's be honest, like the industry takes advantage of, of kids and young, like young adults. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm saying they like the industry is very predatorial. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they prey on the naive and young. So he and he's saying, like, this is before he popped. Like, I don't know how old John Lucas is now, but and this is before he popped. Like, this could have been, I'm saying, years ago. So he could have been, like, yeah, just because he was 18, I still don't consider you a grown-ass man, like, No, John Lucas, John Lucas is, is our age, right? He's not, he's not a young kid. 
no, and I'm saying that this is before he popped. Like Joe Lucas just started getting popping more recently. So yeah, okay, okay. His career, when so I, he could have been like 18, 19, 20, 21. At that time, that's a that's a kid still. Like think about the dumb was, shit, nigga. Me in my mind, when I say kid, when I say kid, I mean like was he under twenty five? I feel like he was. Yeah, I feel like he was. Okay, that's then then that's predatorial. Because if he was 28, Absolutely. 29, it's like, fam, you got to get some shit in writing it. Because at that point, you should know. That's what I'm saying. That's you know what I'm what saying. Mean? At that point, you understand how shit works in this world. You got to get some shit in writing. Yeah. But if he's yeah, 22, he like, no, he has no idea what's going on. And she's. Yeah. Because he is. He's he's our age. Like, I mean, like, he's yeah. our age. And, like, yeah, I'm looking at his work now. His first mixtape came out in like 07. Yeah. So he's, from, like, he's, yeah. I'm saying that, he was young, sense. bro. 07, he was what, 19? Because he's the same age as us. So. He was like nineteen, bro. Yeah, at nineteen, bro. At nineteen, I was getting get, got over on two, because I didn't know no better. You know what I'm saying? Like I can give you horror stories about shit that I, that I went through as an up and coming artist, especially when I was that young. Like now, it's different because I learned. You know what I'm saying? Now I was like, nah, you gotta give me this, you gotta give me that. Nah, bro, in, we with that. This gotta be. You know what I'm saying in, everything gotta be her, right. In her defense, I mean, she's our age too, so it's not like she was. A 40, 50 year old woman taking advantage of a kid. Like, she's a kid too. At that no, point, absolutely. That, and, and in her defense, she might have done her job. And just not been good at it. I'm saying, exactly. Like, I'm saying, she might have done what, what he paid her to do. But since he don't really know what he paid her to do, it might feel like, hey, bitch, you ain't do what I paid you to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that like PR is such PR like PR is such a it's, a it's very hard. I'm gonna say it's very hard to put a price on PR because like it might work, it might not work. I'm saying just because it didn't work doesn't mean that they didn't do their job. That means it just didn't work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's like PR, and from what people are saying, like yo, they say like she do a lot a lot more than just PR. That's what they say. Like they. Right, I hear people talk about her. They make her sound like she's shorty from um, what's that show with the president, with uh, with uh, with the black chick that the fi- that fixes everything. Scandal. Yeah, that they from what they say they they make it seem like she's the black chick from Scandal. Like she's the fixer. Like she do more than just PR. Like she makes shit disappear when it needs to disappear. I've never you know what I'm saying. Ep- I've never seen one episode of Scandal, so this I've never I can't relate. Well, I'm just I'm I'm seeing a couple I've only seen a couple episodes, but I know the what the main character does. I know she fix shit. Like she makes shit disappear. Like from what I was told, like in that show, like politicians be like killing hookers and they come in and make sure the hooker body disappears. <laughs> like that's what that's what um I can't, Olivia Pope, that's what Olivia Pope does. Gotcha. Now, I've never seen, I've never seen Scandal, but I've seen um How to Get Away with Murder, which is in the same universe. Like I don't know if you know that. But Scandal and same writer or no same universe as in Olivia Pope showed up on the episode of fucking gotcha. Uh, oh, same it's the same it's the same writer, right? It's uh, what's her name? I, I have no idea. Chick- but Chick- I just Chick- I was ER and all those shows, yeah. I have no idea. I didn't even know it was in the same universe until I, that episode. I said, Oh shit, that's Olivia Pope. And then and like everybody on the show was like, Oh my god, it's Olivia Pope. I said, Oh, it's in the same universe. Like that's when I found out it was in the same universe. Before that, I didn't know. Gotcha, okay. But yeah, but apparently that's what she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be like the Olivia Pope in the hip hop industry. I said I don't know, and like you said she's our age too, so 
she was also young at this time. This was especially this early in his career. Like I feel like he was under twenty five at the time, because he said like in the post he said like yo he'd been holding his tongue to put this out for years for a very long time, and so the shit that he put out it sounded like. He... I don't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> he decided to 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 get on her about some shit from ten years ago. No, something. I think something happened. He did say I don't I don't remember because this was we're talking about old shit, really. But it, like this was like a couple weeks ago. But he did. I feel like he did say, and I don't remember. But I know one of the things he was saying was like, "Yo, he been he been waiting to, to say this shit for years, but he was scared to say anything because he didn't want to get blackballed because he knows how powerful she was in the industry. But now he done got so powerful as an independent artist that none of that shit matters. So he can actually speak his mind." I said he was giving a mad people. It wasn't just her. It wasn't just her that he was shitting on. But okay, okay. She, got the, she got the blunt of it because she was the first one, and she actually like stole money from this nigga. And it was like, damn, nigga, sixty grand. And then a bunch of other artists was like, yeah, she stole money from me too. So you know, what I mean, that's why. Gotcha. It just okay. See, like, and and like I said, not to. I don't want to bash her because, like I said, like PR is a very weird field. So like I said, they might she might have done her job. <laughs> like, I mean, we don't know, and because he wasn't knowledgeable of how to deal with PR at the time, like he might not even know. So that's a touchy that's a touchy situation because you don't you, you're not sure if the it's very touchy bro. Yeah. It is it is it's a very touchy subject. As I said I just wanted to touch on it because I and for a very long time not before this happened, me and uh Sketch used to always talk about Karen Civil and how I don't know some some off with her because <laughs> Something crazy always be happening to her artists, and then this shit happened. I was like, "Damn, this is crazy." Cause me and him always just talking about that. So, well, didn't she blow up because she was um, Little Wayne's publicist or some shit when he went to jail? Bro, yeah, she was. She started the Free Weezy, I think, website. That is how she blew up. That's not all she worked on. She worked on like Obama's campaign. She worked on a bunch of shit. Like, and Little Wayne, that was what blew her up. But that wasn't her only like shit. Cause remember, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle was her artist. Matt Miller was her artist. Um. Oh, Nikki, Nikki Minaj. Yeah, Nikki Minaj. Nikki, I knew, but I didn't know about Mac Miller and Nipsey either. Yeah, Mac Miller, Nipsey, um, Nikki. Because like that's what like everybody talking about that that sixty grand shit. But really, Karen so asked about to go to jail for fucking uh, witness tampering. That's really that's really why she's about to go to jail. Her and Nikki about to get caught in some conspiracy shit because they harassed the the. Cause you know Nikki husband is on trial for like sexual assault, some shit. Oh, he's a nasty nigga. Well, he been a nasty nigga because he violated his parole because he's a sex offender, and I guess he moved into a new area. And then I guess when you yeah, move into a new area, yeah, you gotta tell everybody. He didn't do that shit, so he violated his parole for that. And then on top of that, the I guess the chick who was testifying against him in the case, Nikki, and apparently, apparently Karen helped. This is all legit. I don't know shit. That's no, no, we're just, we're, just, we're, just, we're just saying what, what came out in the news. Like I said, this is all in the news. This is Googleable. We should we should be calling him a nasty a nasty N word because we don't know if it's true. No, if you're a registered sex offender, that means it is true. <laughs> I mean, true. you already like you already have to register, right? Yeah. Am I bugging? Like, no, no, you don't no. have to register unless unless they you get convicted, right? No, you're right. You're right. Okay, if you're a sex offender, not just him. Like, if you're a sex offender, you a nasty nigga. Like, but yeah, but apparently, allegedly, 
the woman who's supposed to be testifying against him in one of his cases or in his case, I don't know if he has more than one. Um, apparently, uh, Nikki allegedly Nikki tried to like coerce her, I guess, not to or try to pay her off not to testify, I guess. And like apparently, allegedly, let's not say apparently, allegedly, Carrie had hired some hackers to like hack into this chick's page and do like some fuck shit. So. Everybody talking about the sixty grand shit, but I feel like that was a distraction. So people wouldn't be talking about how her ass is about to get to go to jail for a Rico for winter's tampering. Allegedly. I heard but I thought like see, I heard this, but again, this is why you gotta listen deeper because I only heard the part about her harassing the person on on Instagram. I didn't realize it went all the way that deep. Yeah, she harassed person on Instagram. Then she got a hacker <laughs> to take down the person's Instagram, allegedly to take down the person's um, IG. Was it worth so, it? So, yeah. Well, I guess for her husband, Chuck, he was husband out of jail. I mean, hey, I guess he's, that's he's, a go, he's going to jail. He's going to He broke the law and he's going to jail. Like, I mean, is it is it worth it to get yourself in trouble too? I mean, you told me, I mean, your wife went, went hired hackers to try and get. Say again, I couldn't hear you. I said your wife went hired hackers to try and get someone's Instagram if did, page. If I did, if I did some nasty shit, no, she wouldn't. Well, if I rape a woman, no, she's not protecting me. Well, no, you, you, I wouldn't need it. You don't deserve to, because then you were a nasty nigga. But I'm saying, I mean, like I said like I don't know the whole story as far as what happened. Maybe this. There's, there's probably more to the story than we know. Probably, probably. You know what I mean, like we only know what we only know what is told. So, but yeah, I mean, long story short, short, don't be a nasty nigga. I think that's what, and that's how I think we're gonna end this podcast. Don't be a nasty nigga. <laughs> Your new Von Curtis, the fuck you thought, stupid. <laughs>